Welcome to the Contemporary Story Discussion Podcast run by Divya and Vidya Raman. In this episode, we want to explore the power of devotion. There are so many stories of devotion in Vedic history. But how does one measure the power of devotion? One measure could be the power of the boon bestowed on the devotee due to his or her devotion. For example, when sage Vishwamitra prayed to Lord Shiva, he was given many powerful astrams to fight his arch nemesis sage Vasishta. Yes. However, we are personally fascinated by the story of King Ambarisha as the highest power of devotion. So, we'll narrate the story in this particular episode. King Ambarisha was a pious king and a great devotee of Lord Vishnu. He and his wife decided to perform the Dwadasi Vrata which required that he start the fast on Ekadashi and break it at the start of Dwadashi and then feed all the people. He of course performed the fast piously with strict adherence to the prescribed rituals. On the Dwadasi day, the king had an unexpected visitor, sage Durvasa. The king received the sage and humbly requested him to be his honoured guest and take part in breaking the fast with him. Sage Durvasa agreed and asked the king to wait until he finished his bath in the river and returned. As the auspicious moment approached when the king had to break his fast, the sage did not turn up. On the advice of sage Vasishta, the king broke his fast by taking a tulasi leaf with water and waited for the arrival of sage Durvasa to offer him food first. Sage Durvasa came to know that the king had broken his fast without waiting for him. He felt that Ambarisha had violated the respect due to a guest by breaking his fast before the guest had taken his meal. In his rage, he created a demon to kill Ambarisha just out of a strand of his hair. Such was the power of great sages. Oh, these sages are so short-tempered. The power of a Brahma Rishi such as sage Durvasa is beyond that of even the Devas. So fighting the demon brought by Durvasa would just be fruitile. That's where the story gets interesting. The king knew by no means he, he could fight the demon. He asked his guards to stand down. The situation was almost like of facing certain defeat and death. At this hour of great prill, the king silently prayed to Lord Vishnu. The Lord heard his prayer and resolved to help his devotee. He sent forth his Sudachana Chakra. Immediately, the powerful discus sped forth towards the demon and destroyed him effortlessly. Then, it started chasing says Durvasa. Durvasa was shocked and started running to escape the speeding chakra. Lord Vishnu's Sudarshana Chakra was all-powerful and there was nothing that the sage could concord that could stand against it. Fully knowing that the chakra would never give up, Durvasa knew he needed help. The sage knew that neither the Yakshas, nor Gandharvas, nor Devas could be of any help to stop the Sudarshana Chakra. So, he resolved to seek help from the creator of the universe, Lord Brahma. Kneeling before Brahma, he pleaded, O Lord, please save me from the Sudarshana Chakra. Brahma replied, The Sudarshana Chakra belongs to Lord Vishnu. It heeds to no one but him. I am sorry, I cannot help you. As Durvasa left Brahmaloka, the Chakra was following him relentlessly. He now ran to Kailash, the abode of Lord Shiva. Prostrating in front of Lord Shiva, the sage pleaded to be saved. However, he received a similar response from Lord Shiva. 
the chakra obeys no one but lord vishnu i suggest you go and seek lord vishnu's help heeding the advice durvasa now fled to vaikuntham where lord vishnu resided with goddess lakshmi he prayed thus o lord forgive me for any arrogance and anger i am wrong to set the demon on your pious and blemishless devotee ambarisha please save me from the sudarshana chakra you alone can call it off lord vishnu replied o durvasa i am pleased with your humility and realization however i am bound by the blemishless devotion of ambarisha although the sudarshana chakra belongs to me i cannot call it off in this case i suggest you go and ask ambarisha for help durvasa finally went back to king ambarisha and sought his forgiveness the king took pity on the plight of the pious sage and prayed to the sudarshana chakra if lord vishnu is pleased with my devotion let no harm befall the sage the sudarshana chakra immediately stopped chasing the sage and went back to lord vishnu this is the story of king ambarisha one of my favorite stories it tells us so much about the devotion and the power of it what struck me deeply was the fact that even at the time of crisis king ambarisha did not ask something such as save me or send me the sudarshana chakra or remember the boon that i had etc he merely prayed to the lord without an ask and the lord did what was needed for him at that moment that's right lord vishnu sends the sudarshana chakra to protect his devotee i think that is true devotion to completely surrender in the belief that the lord will act as needed i think the lack of a specific ask makes the devotee's prayer egoless king ambarisha doesn't believe the things that were happening were a result of him or his efforts even when sage durvasa finally begs for forgiveness from him the king doesn't directly ask the sudarshana chakra to stop instead he begins his prayer as if lord vishnu is pleased with my devotion may no harm befall the sage yes egoless devotion seem to have a power that is unmatched i am reminded at this point of the story of prahlada even though he was born as an asura prahlada develops an intense devotion towards lord vishnu from young age his devotion is such that he believes that the god is present everywhere his father the asura hiranyakashipu tries to disprove him he challenges him to test if the lord is in a pillar in a court lord vishnu makes his appearance from the pillar in the form of a fearful half lion half man narasimha avatar to make his devotee's devotion come true he then proceeds to slay hiranyakashipu after hiranyakashipu is slain it is said that lord narasimha was still very angry gods were very concerned and asked goddess lakshmi to come and pacify him the goddess took one look at narasimha and was afraid to even approach him that's when sage narada asked prahlada to go and pacify the lord prahlada just walked to the angry narasimha the personification of the lord that the entire universe was afraid to approach and prostrated before him lord narasimha was pacified here again you see the unmatched power of devotion the devotee was able to do something even the other gods couldn't yes it does seem that the lord is bound by the devotion of his true devotees in the story of ambarisha when sage durvasa approached vishnu to help him the lord said 
even though the sudarshana chakra is mine i cannot recall it only ambarisha can help you in a way it seemed the lord was saying even as limitless powers are bound by devotion so one measure of devotion is how much the lord is devoted back to us in a way devotion is also how we think of and treat the lord god is a friend to us if we treat him as a friend and a powerful boon giving person if we treat him as such i am reminded of the story of sudama in this context he is a childhood friend of krishna sudama is a pious person and he knows krishna to be the supreme lord but for the most part he thinks of krishna as his dear friend later in life when sudama is penniless on the suggestion of his wife he goes to visit krishna and ask for his help sudama and his wife were so bereft of anything that they borrow some flattened rice aval from their neighbor as a gift to krishna when sudama enters krishna's court in dwaraka the lord first seats him and washes his tired legs along with his wife rukmini the lord of the universe washes his devotee's feet along with his concert i think this is a beautiful example of devotion the lord being devoted to his true devotees krishna is the supreme lord but he still treats sudama as a friend he receives him washes his feet and then playfully grabs the owl and starts stuffing himself the rest of how sudama gets blessed with all riches is a story that is familiar to all of us that's true true devotion is egoless and unconditional maybe that's why in the past when i had been going through confusing times i remember my party used to tell me pray to god to give you the strength and be positive during this confusing times don't ask for anything the god will protect and support you in the way that is just best for you at that moment we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode till we come up with yet another interesting story keep telling and retelling these stories to your family and friends till then iniya pongal nalvaalthukal iniya pongal nalvaalthukal bye, bye.